There are a lot of new Florida attractions on the horizon, but how is COVID impacting them? From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Sunshine State of Mind is brought to you by SunshineStateInsider.com, your resource for Florida travel news, tips, and reviews. And SunshineStateShirts.com, where you can find fun Florida apparel and more. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. And I'm Shannon. Wow. wow. Sorry. <laughs> I like the little sing-songiness. That was cute. That was good. <laughs> well, you were like, I'm Andy. I know. After I said the little it was intro. very monotone. I did feel a little, a little, it did feel a little monotone. So I'm glad you... I'm glad you picked it so up. I felt for like me. I had to sing song it. You had to counteract my I did. monotone. I'm Andy. I didn't. I hope I didn't set like a negative tone for the show uh, like that. Yeah, you did. Did no, I? I'm just did, I, I don't. did I ruin it? <laughs> you ruined everything. All right, stop. Reset. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, how are you doing? I am good. I'm a little tired. Been doing a lot of swimming, and it's been very, very hot. It's been hot, hot, very hot. hot like. Super duper hot. Because this is the part of the like, show that we talk about the weather. It's like record setting hot. Almost triple digits the other day. You know what's funny is, um, or interesting, I guess. It's not funny, haha. But according to as funny, long as it is. Funny curious. Funny curious. Now, I can't speak for Orlando or Miami or the rest of Florida because uh, I don't know that exact fact. But Tampa <laughs> has never seen 100 degrees. They've never actually cracked triple digits um the official temperature like with the heat index yeah because yeah it was, heat it, index yeah it was like 107 i want to say the other day with the heat index and we actually did reach 99 degrees one away from the the coveted century mark we've hit that before though we've had 99 but it's been really hot it's been like a dry hot though like it's been it's humid but not like as humid it as it can been be raining as much as it no we haven't does. had rain in like a week and there's all that Saharan dust in the air, which apparently supposedly yeah, kind of makes me feel like we have smog. Keep, yeah, it's been kind of smoggy, and yeah, I guess it keeps the air a little bit dry. It keeps uh, the tropics from keeps developing the much. Away. Yeah, oh, I saw something was de- developing in the tropics. I did see something like that uh, today. Like I, I just looked at it right before this show, and it right now has like a zero percent chance of forming. I think like I think like zero percent chance over the next three days, and ten percent in five. So. Mm interesting it's uh kind of way out there in the middle of mid-atlantic right now but yeah it's been very very hot very hot very dry no rain and we haven't had those thunderstorms those late afternoon thunderstorms at least in a couple days right and our neighborhood has a a very nice uh lap pool so we've been um you have to like make reservations and it's been it's actually been really nice because our our pools with our our neighborhood are always just cram packed during the summertime especially I mean, on the weekends it's like you can't even find seating um and we've been you have to make reservations now and the capacity is way way reduced so it's like totally dead whenever we go you go in there and it's like, it's like just us and like reservation for four, four right uh, this four way other families right yeah and it's a giant area so um it yeah. doesn't feel unsafe or crowded or anything it's just yeah it's been nice chilling it's been out really in the pool. Nice. 
Um, so you've been doing this before we get into the topic of the week, which we're going to talk about. It's going to be, I think this week we're going to talk about, uh, projects that we, uh, building projects, new attraction projects going on around central Florida that, um, talk, we're going to talk about the status of them. Where are we right now? Because okay. a lot of stuff has been delayed, postponed, yeah. uh, things like that. So we're going to talk about the status of, of, uh, everything going on this week, but you are doing some kind of cool neighborhood thing with some of your friends, aren't you? That it's actually not a neighborhood thing; it's a Florida thing. Oh, this is a whole Florida thing. Yeah. So I don't think I knew that. I thought it was some only with people you knew. Mm-mm. Okay. So, um, a friend of mine um, started this group called Spreading Sunshine on Facebook, and um, I have really, really enjoyed it actually because there's so much negativity in the world with between pandemics and you know riots and just hatred you know general 2020 (laughs) stuff horribleness yeah and um and this facebook group that she and a friend of hers actually um developed it's called spreading sunshine and uh it's just for floridian just for floridian women okay um and Basically, it's something that they had seen elsewhere, um, and they made their own version of it. And it's a, um, it's kind of like a spread, like a pay it forward kind of situation. Sure. Where um, there's like 800 people in the group, and they're going to cap it when it hits a thousand. And um, and it's been growing like wildfire too. And basically, all the only thing you do in the group is either post like some kind of positivity like if you have a positive message or something like that you can post that but the main purpose of the group is that you develop a wish list on your amazon page um and your um you know make your wish list public basically and you share your wish list and you don't have to but i mean kind of what makes it special is people doing this is like you randomly send a small gift from someone's wish list to them to kind of just give them a little bit of joy so one day you show up at your door and there's a random cool gift at your door right. that someone and sent you the like, i love this idea the few gifts that i have received i've actually received quite a few because i won a con like they had like so they have they have like games that they play too so like one game that we they did was like okay comment below and whoever comments below you send them a gift and then the per- person that comments below that person sends the next person a gift and so on and so, on. so everyone got a gift basically which was kind of cool you know um and then then you like after you bought the gift you just like you know did like a screen capture and basically showed them that you bought the gift and it was on the way you know that's really cool um but the one the first game that they did was like a wheel it was kind of like Wheel Unfortunate from Dude Perfect, if anyone watches Dude Perfect. But it was a Wheel Fortunate. <laughs> um, and where you were the fortunate one. I was the fortunate one. So, like, it was like a um, a process of elimination. So, it had all of these people who entered this game. You had if to enter. You just had to comment below on the, the posting that they put. And... Um, you, if you commented below, you were entered into the game and your name got entered onto this wheel that was just a digital wheel, basically, on, on their computer. And every time they spun the wheel, if it landed on your name, you were eliminated. Oh, okay. So the last person standing The sole survivor. And yeah. you were that person? And there were 15 people in the group, in the game, and um, I was the sole survivor. I was the last person. And I told them, I'm like, I never win anything. Like, I'm not 
a winner you know you gotta be in it to win it yeah though. that's the thing so it was kind of cool but so i was the, i was the sole survivor and so all 15 people who were in the game sent me a gift which was kind of overwhelming and totally amazing but at the end of it, I ended up feeling kind of like, now I feel like I got to pay it forward a little bit, right. which is good. It's, I think that's kind of the point. So um, so I've sent out quite a few gifts to people. And, and I mean, people have everything from like $3 things on there to hundred dollar things it's, you know it so most it's like, of the most of the stuff that i've seen it's pretty small small like you got yeah. a cool little harry potter keychain i and did yeah like some bracelets and things like that right small stuff i when you won you told me you're like so i won this contest <laughs> so if you start seeing just one package after another come yeah. from amazon i didn't go crazy with the credit card <laughs> i just right right won a contest right because that's what happened yeah. i mean you like we came to the door one day and there was like seven packages right at the door um but yeah and it was all kind of little stuff you know but it was really nice so anyway so that's like one example but another you know just randomness is like when you join the group you're supposed to introduce yourself tell them a little bit about yourself and then um post your wish list and then randomly you kind of get gifts here and there um so I found one lady on there that <laughs> I swear I I felt like I was like her like she was like my my um, soul sister or something because she was saying that she was really into Harry Potter and she was really into Marvel um, and that she was a Hufflepuff and she was always having to deal with her husband who was a Slytherin. Oh, and geez. I'm a Slytherin. I've <laughs> I taken know that you test. Are. <laughs> so, you know, it was, it was funny. And like all the stuff on her wish list were like things that that was another, that's another fun kind of side effect of it is like, you get to look at everyone's wish list and be like, Ooh, that's a really cool item. I want that on my wish and then, list. Yeah, that's, and then you add it, you know? Um, that's but, a big part of it. But yeah, so it's, and there's nothing, there's nothing but positivity on the entire page. And then obviously you don't have to send people presents, you know, and you don't have to, you, you don't necessarily, not everyone gets presents, but like they'll have things every once in a while, like who hasn't, who's never received a present yet? And you comment below and then people tend to send, you know, a few things they, they out, try to you know, help you out. Yeah. so this is only Florida women and it's available to everybody. You have to be invited. Okay. So, um, so, I mean, if you want to be a part of the group, I mean, I think it's up to like 800 or 850 people right now. Um, so, and they, they're planning to cap it at a thousand, but if you want to be a part of the group and you, um, want to, uh, just reach out, so reach out to our, maybe our, our Facebook page, Sunshine State of Mind, and drop us a message and let, let us know that you want to be a part of it. And I can send you an invite to the page very cool um because it is invite only right now um so yeah nice yeah uh before we get to the top that's very cool i love that yeah you've gotten some been, really cool stuff it's this been week. really it's it's been a really like positive positive you know kind of sunshiny thing to, to add did it put you day. in a sunshine state of mind it, Shannon? Did. It, put me uh, in, it did put me in sunshine state of mind so before we get onto the topic of the week i'll run down our list of stuff that's uh postponed or you know some of this is not postponed some of this stuff is actually still still going uh we talk about the amazon item of the week a great way to support the show is to go click on our uh, banner ad on our website sunshine state podcast anything yeah. you buy they throw us a couple of pennies uh this week i segued into this from your sunshine yeah because we this were is talking all about amazon. amazon yeah um it is hurricane season we were talking about this a little earlier somebody thank you to whoever purchased the her pro Universal Hurricane window clips. These are like the clips that you use to kind of put 
plywood over your windows without having to nail anything oh. into the frame. Yeah, that's a good thing to buy. Yeah, they're pretty neat. You you put these like clips that's a great around idea. the you put these clips around on the plywood, and it just kind of holds it in your window. So, thank you to whoever bought that. And yes, thank you very much. Good good on you to be prepared because sometimes these things sneak up on you really quick. You got a couple of days to get ready, and then um, the whole state just goes into panic mode. You know, another thing that. Um, my mother sent to me earlier today was um, there's a website called floodfactor.com. Flood factor? Yeah, it reminds me of Fear Factor. Yeah. Um, but it's called floodfactor.com. And you basically go on floodfactor.com and enter your email address, and it will tell you exactly what your flood factor is and how like likely your house is to get flooded oh like the storm surge uh area yeah Yeah. those maps are interesting yeah um i plugged ours in and we are at a one in ten so minimal flood factor which is good to hear we're we're pretty far inland we are but um although we did have flooding the last big (laughs) hurricane we had but that wasn't (laughs) that wasn't the that wasn't the flooding's fault that was Okay, pro tip. I'm sure we've mentioned this before, but if you have a stucco house and you've got little cracks in your stucco, yeah. seal those seal things those up. Seal those puppies up. Because the wind drives that water right into your wall and then it comes out of your floor. And well, it doesn't can, come out of your floor. It runs down your walls and then seeps. Uh, it comes out of the baseboards, baseboards and you do not have a great experience during the hurricane, no, which isn't a great experience very, anyway, but it makes it, it makes it even worse. So yeah. ask us how we know. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Everything that is um, all the upcoming projects around Central Florida, Shannon, and where we're at with everything because COVID has sort of uh, thrown a, a bunch of cold water well, and on everybody's go, plans. Before you go into that, um, I just want to say that, you know, they, Disney just recently released their um, their reservation system for getting up and going to Disney again. You have to reserve a spot, you know, to go to a park nowadays. And it's, I think it's, what is it, low, uh, well, the capacity is going to be like a fraction of what it normally yes. is. Um, we, we reserved our days because we have, I think we literally have like, after our blackout, blackout dates end, we have like six days left in our passes. Right. Um, so we reserved, you can only reserve three days at a time. So we were reserved three days of our six days left. Um, so those will be the last days we go to Disney. For a while, For probably. a while, yeah. yeah. We're going to try to get Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in there. Maybe get on gone. Rise Resistance one more time. Yes. Um, and then say goodbye for a little bit because... It's going to be, it's mandatory masks, so it's going to be hot. It is going to be very From hot. what I understand, the shows are going to be at a minimum, minimal capacity and they s- scatter you around and, yeah. and clean everything between shows. And we're planning to probably do Universal maybe next year after all the COVID stuff hopefully dies down and, and, and um, uh, yeah. but, but uh, gets figured out. For now, we're going to take a little break. Yeah, but that's okay because there's plenty of oh yeah There's, non-park stuff to do well, so which i miss thing. actually i really yeah. miss we don't you don't do as much of the non-parks non-theme park stuff when you have a theme park pass i because you want to get your money's worth yeah you want to keep going well, and right you, and it's fun you yeah. want to go you know so but like there's so many state parks and county parks and city parks and and other smaller attractions and also just like museums and, and little towns and, and beaches absolutely. and everything that we can hit up absolutely yeah. so in a weird way, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Me too. So we'll start with Bush Gardens, Iron Gwazi. Uh, this is their huge, huge roller coaster. It was, it's going to be their tenth coaster. Well, it is their tenth coaster. It's totally finished. Uh, this thing is done. It, they laid the the final pieces of the track a few months ago, and it was ready to go. Just about ready to go. They were in, they were about to start testing it when 
COVID closed everything down. So mm. uh, it is ready to go. They just need to open up for testing. Uh, Stuart Clark, he's the president of Bush Gardens. He said that right now they do not have a distinct date yet, but as soon as we can, we and we certainly feel it's the top. It's the top of our priorities to finish that ride. So he said a distinct date. They don't have a distinct date yet for opening. Like and, that's what he said. Yeah, like that's the word he used. The distinct date. That's interesting. That's distinct. A, that's an interesting turn of phrase. A distinct date. Yeah, I don't, I don't really tend to judge it. Some somebody put a mic in his face and asked yeah, us no, I know. I, you're right. You're right. But you, I mean, I would think. An exact date, a right, or you know, a general date, or a ballpark date. <laughs> well, I mean, I would think just just based on what I know that Bush Gardens sent out some press release, you know, and they're pulling from that. Maybe that somebody did stick a microphone in his face, but there's not a lot of microphones going in faces right now, unless you're the there's, governor. There's not. <laughs> so, so I would think that that was a press release that was sent to them, and th- therefore that wording was chosen carefully. And it seems like odd wording. You're a word nerd. You would know. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. That's the kind of stuff I focus on. So <laughs> they're waiting for uh, just the time that they feel comfortable opening it, I guess, because they have to go through the testing and yeah. training of the people. And well, we have I have we have some friends that have Bush Gardens passes, and they were at Bush Gardens recently, and um, she told me that it was really really quiet. Like she was really surprised by how few people were there. Um, Obviously, you know, the capacity is limited and stuff like it's, that. But It's probably a positive. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it was a good thing. Yeah. She wasn't saying anything bad. But um, but just that it was really quiet and and it's interesting, like, how it seems, it seems like the, you know, you want a quiet park because you want to be able to go on rides and do whatever you want and all that good stuff. But, um, but at the same time, it kind of changes the atmosphere of a park, too. There is a thing to be said for a park that's not dead. I hate it when it's really, really, really crowded because that's oh, not me fun. Too. Yeah. But when there's enough people to give it like a like a good vibe, a good energy, that's yeah. fun too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to having a park to yourself is. I don't think I've ever had a park to myself. No, I haven't either. But I've had times where. But if it I've actually happened, it probably walked the best on thing rides ever. over and over and yeah. over again, and and that doesn't happen very often. But it is nice. But even then, there are still people all around. It's just there aren't you know. As many people. Right. So, anyway. Okay. So, Iron Gwazi, it's done. We're just waiting to uh, to open it up. Uh, Icebreaker at SeaWorld, same kind of situation. It's just about done. It's Everything got shut down right before they could kind of put the final touches and the testing on it. Uh, it was slated to open this summer, which is right now. And now it's rumored to be pushed back possibly until uh, the winter or possibly even the spring. Hmm. Um, mostly because of crowds. A lot of this, what I'm seeing is the recurring theme is some of it, the construction has been slowed down a little bit because they're trying to like not put as many people on the work uh, site or maybe the money, the the, the right. cash flow isn't quite there to keep working. Yeah. And some of this is just they don't want to open up a, a big ride at a time that's really slow because they kind of want to, they need to train people. They need to get a good full staff on there. And they also kind of want to make a splash with the ride. They don't want to put, invest all this money into a brand new ride. And then, which they build these things to attract people each year. They, course, they want to yeah. build new rides and they don't want to just secretly kind of, well, the thing is, womp, though, womp and just kind of <laughs> the problem is, though, that to, they don't want they want it to be kind of a big splash. But right now you can't have a big splash. And you that's why everybody's have, that's why people are holding back. They're, yeah, they're you waiting. Can't have yeah. 
you know, hundreds of thousands of people coming into your park right now. You just can't. They, I mean, yeah, they want they want the fanfare. They want to have that big marketing push. Come ride Iron Gwazi. Come ride Icebreaker. Yeah. And they can't do that right now. So they're going to, they've got things done. They're ready, but they're sort of waiting off. until they can I get that. I actually get that. have some hype. So yeah. that's where Bush Gardens and Icebreaker is at. The the Bush Gardens ride Iron Gwazi, I got the sense that one's closer to opening than 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 Icebreaker is. Um, Walt Disney World. The big news we heard this week was Splash Mountain mm-hmm. is being rethemed. Yeah, um, I'm excited about this one. Yeah, they are getting rid of the Song of the South. They are changing it to the theming. This is a theming. This is just all the animatronics yeah, the ride and the is songs. The, the ride will be the same. To the Princess and the Frog. I love that movie. This one of that was like one of our first Disney movies that our daughter was really into. I remember she watched the heck out of that when yeah. she was really little. It's a fun movie. And Great songs. I don't remember any of the music from it, weirdly enough. I really? can't remember. I haven't seen it in a long time yeah 10 great, years. great songs good 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 movie i really enjoyed that movie. but they'll rejuvenate it by doing this um yeah. this apparently has been in the works for a while this isn't just like it sounds like it's a sudden reaction to everything that's going on in the world uh, but i mean i feel like it's it's been a long time coming it is a long time coming. the song of the south is one of these it's really strange that disney even built a ride a major marquee ride like a major attraction around a movie they kind of pretend pretend doesn't exist they sort of you know stick their fingers in the ears and la 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 that ride that that movie is yeah it doesn't exist but they have a huge ride based on it um so they're finally moving on from that princess and the frog is replacing it uh there are certain corners of the internet as you can imagine that are not happy with this change there's some people always going to be people that are some happy. people just hate change at all like even there's people i've seen complaining that they're changing the color of the castle mm. and from it's from to like a pinkish color now and you know Walt Disney himself said the parks will never be finished there will always be yeah things changing things adding and i get it you people they think the perfect version of all these parks is when they were a kid and the, the way they remember it and yeah you know there's people that are still upset that Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea is gone and um well you know what they say if there was no change there'd be no butterflies that's your favorite quote <laughs> and you you are the butterfly <laughs> i'm the butterfly master the butterfly master um but this apparently is a change that they've had in the works for a while it just announced recently um it sounds like a knee-jerk thing but i guess that they've, they've been working on this for a while um, i don't think that you do you announce things like that as a knee jerk. no thing. i mean you can't just change unless the there's whole been theming. some huge backlash which no one's paying attention to walt disney world splash mountain right now no so uh, yeah i mean i i don't think so i think that they have scrubbed that ride of any of its controversial elements oh, it's, it's just, just it's animals just a, singing yeah right. it's just a, yeah so absolutely there's it's not there's a, no reason to even be upset by it so there's right. no reason to be upset by the change it's just a rabbit right? and a fox chasing each other in the in the briar right. patch I yeah 100% There's, agree yeah and i'm good seeing new things the ride has got to be coming close to it's got to be getting up there in 25 30 years old i forgot when that thing opened late 90s no idea so i have no problem with it um so that is what uh, else you got that's the big news there um the castle is done the Cinderella's Castle. Remember, we talked about this that they were talking about refurbishing and yeah, and they were like the colors. They were adding more like gold lame to it, right? Too weren't they? Yeah, they added uh, gold accents to basically the whole castle. The turrets are now like a dark blue. I think it's and the castle is like a rose pink. It's actually. I think it looks more like the pictures. I haven't seen it done, but the the mock up pictures that I saw 
I felt like it looked more. I don't know, more like a fairy princess. If you look you at know, it now, like a, it's quite striking. The colors, yeah, the it color like popped is more. It really pops now. Yeah. Not that it didn't pop before. Maybe you just kind of got used to it. I mean, you yeah. were used to it, and now it's they've dramatically changed the color of the castle. And of course, there's people complaining about that. Oh, whatever. As <laughs> they tend to do. Um, I think I like it. I mean, remember I showed you that picture of the year they covered it in like birthday cakes. Yeah, that and was it just that was nuts. Looked really silly. Yeah. And people will complain, and then they'll get used to it, and then. 20 years from now, they'll paint it again, and the same people that complain now will be complaining again that they're changing it. So, the yep. circle of life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no timeline yet for Splash Mountain. That's one thing I forgot to mention, that they, they've announced the change, but we don't know when that's actually going to be open. Uh, Ratatouille. Uh, this thing was almost was done. Basically done, ready to go in the spring. Yeah. This is at the France Pavilion back there at Epcot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are holding back until possibly next year on opening this. Wow, that stinks. Again. I mean, I get it. Yep. I get it. They want to get people trained. They want to be able to maintain the crowd level. And they want to, like, it sounds kind of selfish, but they want to make a splash with these new rides. They don't want to just quietly. It's not selfish. They're trying to, I mean, their their entire (laughs) existence is based on attendance. Right, and pushing (laughs) these new rides. Come ride the new Ratatouille ride. Yeah, I mean, that's how they get new pushes, new, um, you know, boosts in their attendance, and that's how they pay their bills. Absolutely. I mean, they're not having trouble paying their bills, but, um, but yeah, I mean... So that's what they that's that's their purpose. So if you're going to Epcot uh, <laughs> this year, hoping to ride Ratatouille because it was for all intents and purposes ready to go. Gotcha. And now they're holding back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. OK, so Tron and Guardians of the Galaxy. These look like they're going to get they were supposed to open in 2021. Now they're all looking like they're going to be pushed back to 2022. Mm. This is, again, it's a combination of them just slowing down construction. They're they're putting less money into those yeah. rides right now. So the construction has slowed down and they're probably going to kind of phase everything. Ratatouille will be the new big ride they'll open this year. And then they're going to push Guardians of the Galaxy behind that so they can kind of open things in I'm stages. I'm looking forward to that though. Oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride is probably the number one ride I'm looking forward to right now. Iron Gwazi is really up there too. I absolutely yeah. love those hybrid roller coasters. So I can't wait to go on that. But the Guardians of the Galaxy ride looks spectacular i cannot wait (laughs) um this is a kind of a big one um spaceship earth there was a lot of hoopla a lot to do about the refurb that they were doing there they were gonna kind of do a a major major refurb of of spaceship earth and that's not happening anymore what yeah they the refurb has been postponed indefinitely wow and when epcot reopens Spaceship Earth is reopening with it, just oh. the the current version of it. Wow, okay. So I'm I, okay with that. I know I mean, they wanted to have all that stuff done at one time and have this huge big look at the new really new reimagined Epcot and Yeah. It is uh, I get it. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I feel like sometimes I feel like they they focus so much on one park that that park almost becomes unusable. You know what I mean? Like I felt like that's how Hollywood, Hollywood Studios, Studios was like was that. Was like that. I mean, like I was, was telling like people to actively rides. avoid that park yeah, for like, at least a year. There were like three rides left after they, you know, closed everything down, and it felt like that was the direction they were going with Epcot. Now that Hollywood Studios was up and running, it's like, all right, let's start closing everything down. That's over at Epcot. exactly. Yeah, I think that's exactly what they were doing. Let's 
focus all our energy on Hollywood Studios. And now that is probably, that's arguably one of my favorite parks. Absolutely. It's great now. Yeah. And we haven't been on the new Mickey Mini ride because right. um, it everything closed the week that we were supposed to go. Yes. We, we plan on getting up at the butt crack of dawn and going out there and riding that. And right. then everything got shut down. So yep. we haven't been since. Um, and yeah, they put all their money into that. Now they're putting all their money into Epcot. And yeah. I wonder what's next. But I do think Animal Kingdom or Magic I'm, Kingdom don't feel like they need anything major. Magic Kingdom has so much stuff. It's like, that's the thing about Magic Kingdom. There's there's only a few rides at Magic Kingdom that I really love. But they've got so many rides that you can pretty much always go and get some fast passes and, you know, have a have a good day. You know you what I mean? You can shut down a whole land there. Like, say a whole, like, let's shut down yeah, there's just so frontier much. land and build a bunch of new stuff. And people would probably still have enough to do. They, oh, they totally would. There's so much. There's so many rides at Magic Kingdom. More rides than anywhere. It's, it's, I feel like you could almost put all the rides at the other parks together yeah. and it would equal how many you have at Magic Kingdom. Um, Animal Kingdom also, I, I think that that park... It has a lot of really great rides. Not a lot. It has several really great rides. That's a quality Plus, over quality over quantity park. Yes. I think. Plus, it has all the animals, which I think is a an attraction in and of itself that people really enjoy and can. Like that's not the kind of park where you're like, okay, let's go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing. Like you can meander and look at the tree of life for hours. That's and my favorite park just to chill at, just yeah, to be at. Just, just to, to walk around and enjoy it. Go there without even a plan. Just kind yeah. of walk around and enjoy Absolutely. the atmosphere. Yeah. So And it's the newest park. It doesn't need anything major done to it right now. No, I agree. There I agree. have been rumors swirling for a while that that whole Rafiki's Planet Watch area is going away. Is going to go away and the one that I've heard mo- the 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 property I heard most tossed around is Zootopia. That'd be cool. Putting a Zootopia land back in there. I think that'd be really neat. Again, that's been a rumor for a long time. I would love, love, love it if like you got on a train and you were going through like all the different lands of Zootopia, like like well, that's the Judy Hops does as she's going to Zootopia. She takes a train to Zootopia, and there's a train that takes you to and it takes you through Zootopia too, so you can go through the you go through like the the you know frozen arctic land and the you so know, it feels like the... it's already kind of pretty set up for that they yeah. already have the infrastructure Agreed. to build something like that yeah. yeah i uh i think there may be something to that room where again it's been something i've just keep seeing that zootopia is going to go back there but yeah nothing ever officially announced uh so that spaceship earth one is wild i was yeah sounds like they just kind of gave up threw their hands in the air and said well, well here we go i mean yeah, I don't know. I, 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 again, I feel like they always. I feel like they cut. They close down so much stuff when they're focusing on a park that I don't have a problem with them leaving that open. It's like give us a throw us a couple bones. You yeah, know, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna close down a bunch of stuff. Leave that. And, it's a classic attraction. Know, yeah. People people love it, even if it's absolutely old and uh, kind of iconic. Um, Universal Studios. We'll move over there. Here's a piece of good news: the uh, Born Stuntacular. This is the new stunt show that replaced the Terminator. Yeah. 3D. Uh, it is ready to go. They've just done a but soft. are they opening it? They're opening it as of June 30th. That's the day this oh. podcast goes out. So, oh, so they're opening it today. They just had a sneak preview, an online sneak preview, kind of like a live stream for, for pass holders. Mm-hmm. They've had technical rehearsals and soft opens for the last couple of weeks, and they're ready to open it on June 30th. So this is one that they are not kind of holding back until re- cool. things reopen. So they're probably going to get, I mean, because everyone else is holding everything off, like they're probably going to get some decent traffic, I would think, because they're probably one of the few places that are opening something new. Yeah, and it's a show though, so 
it's a show. Shows don't typically make like a huge That's splash. True. That's true. But Terminator 3D though was a show, and that thing was absolutely a monster, especially when it first opened. It was. Nobody'd seen anything like that. Um, and then you want to wonder how many people are going to be comfortable going into an indoor show right now. Right. That's a fair point. Um, I wonder if they're probably going to have to do like every other seat cl- right. taped off kind of thing. Like, you know? I don't feel like I'd be uncomfortable walking around a park that's it, oh, you know, half capacity, wearing a mask, doing outdoorsy stuff. I don't know that I'd want to sit in a crowded, you know, Hall of Presidents right now. <laughs> no. You know? No. I don't know that I want to sit in Hall of Presidents ever. I don't really want to sit in Hall of Presidents anyway, but yeah. <laughs> it's a great napping place. So the Born Identity, that's a good piece of news. Um, Velocicoaster, that's the rumored name for the new Universal Islands of Adventure Jurassic Park themed coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, just about finished. Again, this is kind of one of those situations, kind of like the other roller coasters we talked about over at Bush Gardens and SeaWorld. They're going to be holding it off. It's kind of done. We just don't know when it's going to be open. There's going to have to. They're going to go through the testing, the training mm-hmm. of the employees. Gotcha. Probably waiting till they can put the big. Make the big the big splash. There's a huge new roller coaster over there. Um, it looks incredible. So over on YouTube, uh, people who've you know, there's a bunch of internet nerds that go through and they they pour through construction plans and permits and they kind of come up with their prediction of what these roller coasters are going to look like when they're done. And whoever did the Hagrid one, the Hagrid's motorbike adventure, it was very accurate. they absolutely nailed it. And yeah. this was like a year or two before it was done. Uh-huh. And there's a new one out there for this one, for the Velocicoaster on YouTube. And it looks incredible. Absolutely. It looks great. Like it's just looks, it's not like one of these heavily themed roller coasters where you're flying around past. Yeah. Harry Potter elements, or even there right. may be a few Jurassic it's just Park a elements. Roller coaster. It just looks like a really big, great roller coaster, kind of like Hulk, where there's a little bit of theming, but the theming is sort of secondary to the ride. Looks great, so cannot Can wait we, for that. But, um, link to that video. Yeah, I'll link to all this stuff. So put that link in there. Probably not going to be opening until next year, 2021, even though it's pretty much done. And then this is the the other one that's kind of a bummer. Uh, Epic Universe, Universal. Uh, it has not been delayed indefinitely, which was kind of the rumor. There was some some news went out that said Super Nintendo World has been put on the shelf indefinitely. Mm. They were talking about Super Nintendo World over in Japan. There's, oh. a, there's a Universal in Japan. Yeah. This new park is going to have a Super Nintendo land in it, but yeah. it's not the entire world. world yeah. So the one in Tokyo has been put on hold indefinitely. Mm. This one they're saying now probably won't open until 2024. Uh, a whole year past its target date just because wow. construction has slowed to a crawl if there's even anything going on over there right now because people, you know, cash flow is, is a problem for all these companies right now. Yeah. I understand Bush Gardens and SeaWorld are both kind of behind on their bills on the the companies that are building their new roller coasters. So, oh, really? Yeah. Oof, so that's not good. That's a yeah. So eventually, everybody will the catch, money will start flowing again. Yeah. But it's hard for everybody out there, even billion dollar theme park. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and it's. It, I mean, like, you know, it's been. It seems like the the COVID numbers have been going up recently you know pretty steadily it's been in the news a lot especially here and um so uh, it seems like everything's kind of slowing back down again you know they've they closed down some you know the the bars recently and and so you know it's it's been really tough 
economy wise. So it's a little scary to go to see us going backwards a little bit, you know, right. but I mean, even in our neighborhood, like I told you this a little while ago that like our neighbor, some of our neighbors in in our community have folks in there on their street that have come down with COVID, you know, and it's like, well, geez, that's like in our neighborhood right. now, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it seems like it's, it's couple coming of, in. A couple of restaurants we've been at recently. We were there and a week later it said someone at this restaurant tested positive and yeah. we had to close down. And- well, and we're like, you know, I, I, I think we were going out there for a little while because we, we, we got, we were able to go to Anna Maria, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Um, and, and we were able to get, you know, stay at a, stay at a family member's house there on Anna Maria. And that kind of like, it was like a, a baked in vacation for us, you know? And when you're on vacation, you want to go out and you want to, and it was kind of when things were opening back up and it was like, okay, we'll we'll just be careful. You know, we'll wear masks and we'll go out. And, um, but now I feel like we're like backing off again and it's like, okay, we need to stay in, you know? I I feel like we were pushing our luck or, uh, yeah, we kept doubling down at the table and I I want to double down again and and keep going Yeah, now we're like, let's, you know, let's cash it. Well, the more people that have it, (laughs) the easier it is to catch. It's just simple math. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what was I going to say about that? I just had my train of thought. I don't know. Derailed. Ah, probably Sorry. wasn't important. That's okay. Um, yeah. So there you go. That's the whole, that's the list of where we're at right now. Oh, is that all? Is that everything? That's everything. I mean, the Epcot stuff is still churning along slowly. They're still, they're still, that's the, that's the, they're, they're, they're like reimagining Epcot. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah. So. Well, gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a crazy time out there. I'll say, you know, to everyone, just please be careful because it's definitely like we, we actually have um, some plans for this for 4th of July weekend. Um, but a lot of our plans kind of got rearranged because like, or scaled oh, down quite a bit. Right. Because the um, 4th of July shows were all kind of like canceled. Yeah, we, and we go to Siesta key every, every 4th of July and they've canceled the fireworks show there yep. to keep crowds away. I'm sure, which is fine. The beach is still the beach. Even without the fireworks. Yeah. So um, we're probably going to end up having just a quiet, kind of a quiet weekend with friends all in all. But, uh, you know, Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach County have all closed the beaches for 4th of July weekend. So. Oh, p- closed the beach altogether, yeah, huh? Uh, wow. Probably more to keep away see, the, the beach, tourists. The, yeah, to, just to keep people out of the hotels and bars and restaurants. Yeah. To close the beaches, it doesn't bring people into the town. You know what I was going to say is the whole, when all of this started, it was kind of like a big shock to the system. Nobody had seen anything like this before so everybody's working from home yeah uh staying in completely but not wearing masks like we would go to Publix, you would not see a mask right on anybody for maybe maybe a couple maybe older people right yeah like the older you know folks or the more at-risk folks um you might see it and the first time you started kind of seeing a little more I remember at costco it kind of had this post-apocalyptic kind of vibe to it look at these people wearing masks but well, and most I remember, people weren't. like in the beginning, you know, I'm, we I'm not, I'm not, not ashamed. To... I'm not ashamed to say it. Like in the beginning, you were like, I think maybe we should start wearing masks, and I'm like, I'm not wearing a mask. That's ridiculous. It's like, you know, it just seems like because at the time I didn't know that you wear a mask to protect others. Because like, it keeps you from spraying. Right. When you talk. Like right. It, I was like, I'm, you know, I don't need a mask. I'm fine. I'm healthy. You know. Um, and it's just taken such a turn. Like, I mean, I just found out that the um, county, Sarasota County, just passed something where you have to wear masks outside now, which is pretty crazy because, I mean, from everything that I've seen, 
indoors where there's air conditioning running and circulating recirculating air, that's where you have real issues of of, um, possible contamination and contagion as opposed to outdoors where right. it's, you know, open air and it kind of dis- dissipates fast. Yeah. Now so, I'm used to it. I'm, I'm used to wearing the mask. I'm used to seeing it. Now well, it doesn't even I'm feel weird anymore. I'm used to it inside. Outside, But hot. I don't wear it outside because it's 800 million degrees. And like you put on the mask and as soon as you put your sunglasses on, because you can't go outside without sunglasses on. You fog up. You fog up. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> good Lord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I just wish everybody would get on board with it. I know there's a few people that for whatever reason they're holding out and... The sooner we get this thing over with, the sooner we stop the spread, the sooner we get this thing over with, the sooner we can all go back to ball games and movies and restaurants. And I'm tired of doing this. And the people who don't want to put the mask on they're they are holding everybody back. They are, (laughs) they are obstacles to progress. How do you really feel? I feel a little more strongly than that, but I don't want to say it on the podcast because we have a, a PG rating. I mean the, right. The, um, I mean, I have, I have some friends that work at the Department of Health and like they, um, you know, they'll put up stuff like, you know, like statistical information about how like the chances of catching something without a mask versus with a mask. It's a lot worse without. Yeah. Yeah. And and a way worse if, if it's the other person not wearing the mask, which really puts some perspective in where you're like, okay, I'm wearing my mask, but she's not. That endangers me because right, she's not, as they're you talking, know, they're spraying. right? Yeah. So, um, and the just the the combination of the mask with the social distancing, with the hand sanitizer, with the hand washing, all of it together, like so dramatically reduces your chances of of catching it. Well, that's why, like Asian countries like Korea and Japan, they didn't really get hit with this that hard because over there it's they kind of wear masks all the time. It's part of their yeah. culture. I'm sick. I'm going to wear a mask. Right. Americans just haven't had that experience yet to do that. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe this will, maybe this will change life as we know it when it comes to being probably not, but it was funny. I saw, <laughs> I saw a, one of those like memes where it said something like, um, the whole problem with masks was that we told everyone you wear the mask to protect everyone else, yeah. not yourself. <laughs> and it said, that's the problem. That's why Americans have had such a hard time accepting it. It's like, know your audience. Yes. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny. Know your not, audience. Not right. that, you know, obviously not all Americans are selfish, but there's some. <laughs> a few have shown. There's been a few, a few too many. Uh, I think uh, I'd like to believe, though, that it's not as many people as in reality as the Internet makes it seem like you, there's yeah. there's like certain communities and news stories you see like on you see on Twitter and Facebook, certain people who are like hashtag no masks or whatever. <laughs> right. And then you actually go out into reality and I don't see that happening. I'm right. in Publix the other day and I didn't see us it was crowded and i didn't see a yeah. single person not wearing a i mask. was there today and there wasn't went a to the hardware person. store i didn't see a single person Actually, not wearing a mask I across saw, everybody i saw one employee not wearing a mask which was like mind-blowing to me um but i think maybe he was heading out or something right um but everybody was wearing a mask yeah and um it and- could be a lot of internet smoke just people uh trying to posture how tough they are they're not going to wear the mask yeah. and then when they actually go out in public they put it on well i hope so because not everybody tells the truth on the internet did you know that shannon no if it's on the internet it has to be true 
Well, I, I have, <laughs> I'm going to blow your mind and tell you that might not be the case. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, we got off track there at the end. Yeah. But thank you guys as always for listening. And we will be back, uh, next time we're back well probably next week because we'll have to talk about fourth of july weekend yes we will i hope so i hope to have a great fourth of july yeah it's my it's one of my favorite holidays of the week and we hope you guys my favorite holidays of the week (laughs) favorite holidays of the year (laughs) and we hope you guys have a good fourth of july too bye-bye thanks for listening and if you like this podcast please support us by giving us a review on apple podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast and search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. Another way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com and clicking through the button that says support the show with Amazon. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. Or click the link that says become a patron. It's a more direct way that you can support the show. And don't forget to check out sunshinestateinsider.com and sunshinestateshirts.com. We will see you guys next time.